0: Hey everyone, this is Jeff Stevens, and this is the Creative Stick Up. Um, Got something a little new this week. Sat down with my partners and collaborators, Radiant CX, Amy and Jen, and uh, we were kind of brainstorming some ideas on how we could get our message out there. So we decided to create a set of media experiences, if you will. Some events, some speaker series, and some podcasts, and uh, we are Uh, calling it Sticky Business. So that's our little co-branding device, and this is the first podcast on that. we got an event coming up in November and some speaker series coming up, so look for those. Uh, But it's basically just a a forum for us to kind of talk about what we're doing. And Amy and I, the uh, very intelligent Amy Gwynn and I, sat down and talked a little bit on this episode about company values, uh, millennial workforce, and uh, even a little Cardinal Way in there. So enjoy this podcast and look for a little more sticky business to come. Enjoy. I'll do all will stuff let it in. Okay, it'll be easy. We're going to um, talk about values today. Companies have values, and every company we go into, there, you know, there's the mission, there's the vision, there's the values, and the values are are ultimately these ways of they're a bit of behaviors. They're they're actionable words. They're ways that companies want people to act to ultimately get them to where they want to go. And so, right, but the
1: problem yeah. with most of them. Especially ones that have been around for a while, is they're really not very actionable. They're this kind of high-minded. You know, we want you to have integrity. Mm -hmm. They're so lost in a cloud of how do I even get there? Of course, like we want you to be a decent human being. Right.
0: That's what they feel like to me. They always feel like they're masters of the obvious. And of course, yeah. No, I'm going to be cruel
1: and (laughs) and uh, manipulative. Right. But the but the they. I think there's just an incredible gap between these stating the obvious of how mm-hmm. we want to be as a company. Right. I and mean, sadly, so many of them are the same, yeah. so they become yeah. become kind of meaningless. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, integrity there's that. is yeah. a great value. It's great lots to, of to look at have. the Enron yeah. values, yeah, in,
1: because they're the ones everyone has and right. look where they are. But smart companies are starting to create values that are more actionable, which is great. Okay. I don't think there's enough of that. But the interesting thing is, you've got you know all this effort going into stating our values. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of companies are saying, "What's our what's our mission?" And they know that you know millennials want to see meaning in their work. Right. So we're a company that gives back to our community, or we're a company that you know provides this great service to the world, and that's wonderful. Not all companies can say that, especially yeah. if they're not you know just they actually don't you know, do anything like yeah. that. Yeah, either they do it you know on the side, but you, you the core of your business cannot always be you know providing yeah. water in Africa. So. Right. Um, so if you don't have that, the interesting thing is companies are saying, we want people to be entrepreneurial. We want mm-hmm. them to be agile and yeah, adjust yeah. to change. Yeah. And these millennials who are going to be more, um, you know, they're expecting to be involved in things yeah. and make decisions and empowered yeah. and so forth. But there's this huge gap between these big, high-minded values and what they know they want out of their employees, which is to be more agile and creative yeah. and innovative. Yeah. And and I think the answer is in... Um, Engaging the people in the work more. Yeah. If if I understand yeah. why this number matters or mm-hmm. why this, even if it is a commercial interest, if yeah. I understand how I might impact the customer experience in a small way, or yeah. I, then I have to understand the customer, yeah. even no matter where I am in the business. Yeah. I don't. I don't need to necessarily feel warm in my heart that the company is doing good things for the world. Hope you know that's helpful. But we if, hope they are. You hope they are, but but. You know there are other ways to motivate people and yeah. I think if if I truly understand my role in the success of the company and I can and I have opportunities to innovate or create change mm-hmm. or solve a problem and, and it feels like there's not a lot not enough of that
0: yeah so you, there's I agree you walk in you, you see these things on a wall integrity being one everybody wants to be creative or accountable or whatever they are right these these words that people put in and they're just like well of course that's what you yeah. want and then you want to also attract doers, right? You want to attract people that want to get their hands dirty. And I think a lot of where we fall down is the companies want to have programs that put these values up on the wall, they paint them on the wall or whatever, mm-hmm. but there's no way to access them. There's nothing there's no way to do anything. I don't anymore. know how
1: to do that, yeah, right? Yeah.
0: They just don't become actionable in the sense that they're on this wall. But what has that And play if out? I if and, I
1: can do it, yeah. if I do understand how to do it there's not necessarily a tie to an outcome that I can celebrate you know yes I was a good I was a good person I Mm -hmm. did the right thing or I handled a problem appropriately or whatever
0: so when you design these programs they, they say we're designing these programs to launch the values or talk about the values to get everyone to understand the values this is leaders new people new talent right and and they you look at these things and just feel like they're, they're flat. Or I don't yeah. know what they are. They're just... The first
1: question is, how do you make that matter to people? Okay. And most companies are fairly good at that. You yeah. know, They'll create a video that tells the story of how the company actually does do this thing. And okay. we are a company that holds these values and demonstrates them. Hopefully, they're going to have leadership aligned to that. So the mm-hmm. leadership is actually making decisions and showing how they make decisions. You know, All of this is pretty soft if the values are soft Mm -hmm. but you know you want to align everyone around them but the big missing piece Mm -hmm. make them matter to people but then the big missing piece is i need to experience them i need i need to i I need to be i need to see how to be more creative i need to see how i can exhibit that i agree and if the values are too soft then show me something that i can do that matters And that where I can learn a new skill, I can develop myself in that way, I can impact outcomes, and I can evolve with the company. It matters to me, and I know what's what's needed.
0: So what's the best way to get a pro... So let's say we create an experience that's going to teach you how to do that. But I think those experiences are really hard to get people to do. I think just like any campaign, there's, you know, and you deal with senior leadership a lot in companies, and I deal with. I always feel like I am come from come from the opposite direction, and it feels very guerrilla and groundswell and organic to me. I'm always much better in that place. That's
1: why you're great, like because to bring but, that guerrilla thing inside an organization is really fresh. Yeah. like that's that's not the stuff. But that's it's happening hard to get them to do
0: that. Everyone feels it's hard think, to get
1: leadership to do that. To do
0: anything, I think it, I think leadership feels more comfortable planning, talking. I think that's changing. You? I th-
1: you're right. There's no doubt that's a shift.
0: It's it's tough. It's there's yeah. a lot of everyone knows they need this stuff, but there's it's something can always get in the way of doing. These yeah, internal and there things, are two correct? things that I
1: think are changing with that. Yeah. One is looking at how consumers are behaving. So okay. consumers are expecting to engage in these ways, like with companies. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. so you know there is there are all kinds of really innovative, creative ways that brands are engaging with their customers. So when um you just use that as evidence to say, hey, this is what your employees also expect from you. Bring that inside. Bring that same approach inside. So there's that evidence which is just growing all the time. You know, companies can't manage their brands like they used to. Right. Um and then the other thing is the millennial issue. Mm -hmm. You know, I think companies are really clear that they're dealing with the Yeah and they're dealing with a different expectation and a different understanding. And the millennials have never engaged with brands in any other way. Right. And they haven't engaged with learning in any other way. Yeah. They haven't engaged with entertainment in any other way. Mm-hmm. So they're coming into a world where they get to interact with everything. Yep. They get to choose everything. They get to. They
0: expect to dialogue with everything.
1: Everything. And they have, um, you know, what should come with that, mm-hmm. and it, it will, is the smartest opinions and the best inputs, you still rise. It's still competitive. Yeah. But right now, these people are coming into jobs um, expecting to be get engaged in the way that professionals like you mm-hmm. for 10 years have been engaging with customers. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. That's the strength of what you do is you bring this, you know, what was an edgy consumer brand idea mm-hmm. six, seven years ago is now the kind of thing that companies need to engage with their employees, particularly if they want this smart, innovative, fresh, yeah. um, not only keeping and retaining, retaining and attracting those employees, but also using those employees to drive their business.
0: Yeah. And I'm with you. I think millennials come in with an incredibly entrepreneurial spirit because that's how they they think the world works that's their world that's right the now thing they is know. creating apps and ideas yeah. and they can go do everything themselves they can constant make constant change there.
1: constant access they
0: can make any content they want they can make anything they want mm-hmm. and, and, and then you go, go to
1: work and someone says sit down and yeah. we'll send you a newsletter yeah. that tells you that you should have integrity right you know? <laughs> <laughs> right it's great a, Love it's this place. a massive just and then they start sending their resume out because right. yeah that's not the way they want to be treated right Um, so so
0: it's funny so most of the companies we work with who have been successful for a long time have a way of doing things they have a way of making whatever they make yep and they want a new workforce that comes in and that workforce is used to making things all by themselves with a few friends Mm -hmm. and they can
1: and and, and being able to raise their hand and say I have a better idea yeah we're going to do it this way and Mm -hmm. and
0: there's so it's so inexpensive to make lots of things mm-hmm. now, right? Or just yeah. to get things going. Well,
1: to spark an idea, yeah. Even if it's not making something, that, that yeah, you to, could say, "I'm going to try this. or right. I'm going to explore this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's ex- that's at the, the big, heart of yeah. successful culture change yeah. and engagement right now is to capture that energy inside yeah. a company. And it's it that's a lot to ask in a it company that's really been around for. I agree. A long and there's time. a
0: huge there's a lot of people. <clears throat> a lot of management and bureaucratic layers and things like that, that are just built in mm-hmm. that, that and they're busy doing stay, business.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: Oh yeah. And it's, they're successful. Mm-hmm. It's like right now they're successful. It's not like the thing's broken in some ways. Right. Yeah.
1: But we're hearing a lot yeah. from clients that this is on people's minds. They, yeah. They, sure. And part of the challenge sure. part, I think one of the big drivers is how to attract this talent. Yeah. Um, and how to retain it. Cause you know, they know that's, the future of their company. Mm-hmm. But the other big challenge they're having is their leaders are not 25. Their leaders are 45, 55.
0: Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah.
1: And they, and they, how do you get those people to mm-hmm. understand this and so that they can manage and attract and retain those people. So yeah. that's, that's where I think companies really need help. The two pieces of creating, um, an experience for these millennials yeah. that is going to keep them there, yeah. but also creating, um, a, a a fast shift in understanding with leadership
0: yeah so the big challenge so it's funny every generation you know i remember going through this with gen xers companies in a panic about how to reach gen x but the same thing and it's not they're kind of in a panic not yeah. i don't know if it's a panic but no,
1: there's a lot of yeah absolutely. how are we going to
0: reach the millennials not only as customers but as employees mm-hmm. um and how we're going to tap into this energy of millennials right mm-hmm. and it's it's that the energy of the millennial generation, the energy of this entrepreneurial generation, this culture in America right now from Silicon Valley to our startup scene here to Startup Weekend to you know my kids looking at the world as a thing they can go create and invent mm-hmm. themselves, yep. right? Versus having these old-school companies and what they're ultimately creating and inventing is these things that are going to disrupt these businesses, right? right? So these companies realize. I have to create this myself. And a lot
1: of those young kids know more about what's next than yeah. the company does. Yeah. In
0: so many ways. And I think
1: absolutely companies know that, and yep. they know they need to figure out how to access it, yeah. and they're not it's ready. It's a
0: huge culture change. Yeah,
1: it is. It's a big, Massive it's a big change. shift. And I think the key, so, and I think so you'd agree, Jeff, is experience. To yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. To, the key is to create experiences to learn. That's yeah. the because key. Because you right? just like
1: with brands, yeah. it used to be, you know, yeah. twenty years ago, you nail down your brand, you hire an agency to come in and say. We're fabulous because of XYZ yeah. and you buy a bunch of advertising and everybody eats it yeah. up and says, thanks, I'll have more. And mm-hmm. now you have to have a rich relationship with a very specific audience mm-hmm. in the way they want it. That's yeah. how brands work with customers now and very interactive. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's just beginning to happen inside of organizations mm-hmm. and it's tough. Yeah. It's a tough change.
0: So the, the goal of all of what we do... And this is what interested me in to get into this area coming from the consumer side was that companies have all these people. You know, their their biggest uh, upside is the people. And they go untapped. They right? And so the and when you think about the way you run a creative uh, shop, is your goal is to try to get everyone's knowledge out on a table so you can mix it all up and mash it all up. And that's agencies know
1: how to do that. Yeah. Know,
0: that's what you're always trying to do. God, I just need some more Stop to match up because ultimately creativity is taking things you know and recombining them in new and different ways yeah I mean, some spark point, happens at some right? point yeah and and companies aren't very good at that historically because everyone's in a silo they have their job they got their blinders on they do their thing mm-hmm. every day they come in they feel you know with nine to five boom and get even, it done right get it mm-hmm. done get your, get your stuff done um and and the ability to get people to take a step back and feel comfortable giving their ideas yeah. right it's, and express them, and even know what to do with them, and how to connect them is is ultimately the thing that I think we both found interest in and accomplishing. The, right?
1: the, you and I have talked about this before, yeah. but one of the things that new companies have the luxury of, yeah, especially if they're really, yeah. you know, cutting edge, smart, yeah. small companies. Yep. They're 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 creating a different kind of company from the start. And that's really fun to watch because they're, you know, they're maybe following the agency model or they're doing something, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening in the world, you know, of Googles and companies like that where they get to say, we're going to do things entirely differently. But that's not the case for a company of, you know, 10,000, 40,000, 100,000 employees that has been doing what they've been doing for decades.
0: But the next week, I'm going to have to do this. And the next week, I'm going to do this. And the interesting thing that's but happening that has, is... But when you have these rigid performance review yeah. structures and these crazy job descriptions, and this, it's
1: tough, right? So what a lot of smart companies are doing is they're changing their measurement to um, culture and outcomes. Yeah. Like, if, if we can create a culture that thrives In this and our outcomes are what we want. Yeah. Also, you know, taking into account that we're going to learn from them, we're mm-hmm. going to fail, whatever but it's a it's a simple model like yeah. when you can't control everything and right. some of the things we want are hard to measure
0: yeah so for leaders for senior leaders uh c-suite people what kind of incentives can they can they now put on their leadership right cuz you've got to get kind of if you're going top down your way mm-hmm. top down what are they going to cuz right now their incentives it's just bottom line performance results it's hard to get off that right yeah. it's hard yeah. to get out of that or just hard to shift that when if you're making money, what can they do to get their leaders to empower their people more, take more chances, you have to change
1: success measures. There it is. So what are they? If if, what'd they do? If your success measure is I got an I got five stars out of six on my um my integrity score, (laughs) you know, (laughs) 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 then that's tough. I think, I think <laughs> We put
0: $20 on a table and you walked by and didn't touch it. <laughs> nice job. You, you have a <laughs>
1: But, you know, the, oftentimes there's so much time and energy built into the language and the definition yeah. and explaining of all these measures that there's not enough time left to say, all right, how do we reinvent this? How do we solve this? Mm-hmm. Let's not worry about how we get there. We're going to reach this goal. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. And an expectation that you're going to step up and be inventive and be in touch with the customer and the outcome and the business enough to contribute. So, we were talking about this earlier. I think that a big part of this is empowering employees to understand as many aspects of the business as possible.
0: Right, which a lot of companies, you understand your thing, your silo, but it's hard to see what everyone else does.
1: Yeah, and how does it relate to everyone? So, it's
0: giving everyone a big picture yep. view of the company. And, and it makes you that.
1: more entrepreneurial. Yeah. It makes you more accountable, and it makes you yeah. more passionate about what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Well, yeah,
0: it just makes you see possibilities outside your little world. If you're really going to mix up things in new and different ways, you need more things to mix up, and not, you know, if you're.
1: You less- also might find your strength. You might find yeah. your sweet spot because this is the area where I'm, I really can really it. contribute the most. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think um, one of the outcomes of changes like this... I can't imagine that just doesn't
0: make people crazy. Like, going in and talking about this, when when people are so set, like, I have this job, it's got this description, I've been doing this for a long time, like, what the... Well, what I was just
1: going to say, and this is important to that, is that when you make that shift and it doesn't happen overnight but no. when you make that shift where people are actually empowered yeah. and actually accountable accountable for an outcome and they're given the tools they need okay. and they're given the information they need okay. but then they're genuinely empowered to go do this. to go do this yeah. with the uh, uh, with the possibility of some mm-hmm. failure when that change is made mm-hmm. there will be people who can't and aren't, aren't they don't do well in that environment and they will leave your company yeah and yeah. that's one of the great outcomes of this shift is is there some culling of the herd? If 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 there are people in your organization that really just want to sit down and stick and do things the way they've always been, they yeah. will fall away. Right. When you create a different kind of expectation.
0: Okay. Those naturally
1: will just happen. Yeah, and that's and that's what a lot of those organizations want. Those people who don't want to work that way slow everything down. Yeah. Because they're the ones who're sitting next to you saying, "No, we can't do that because yeah. it's shh, be quiet because yeah. that yeah that might be a better idea, but." You know, this is how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. So when you get all those people out, that's how you shift the culture into one that is, there's an expectation of reinvention and of challenging ideas and mm-hmm. trying new approaches. I think that's that's where the magic happens is when you can really create an entirely different expectation.
0: Okay.
1: Companies are saying and doing.
0: But what they really want.
1: Compared to what they really know that they need for the future or something like
0: that. And they really need a, a workforce that embraces change yep. but that's what we're you know and they
1: say that but then they create all these things that make that not happen
0: okay so for this little assignment we're doing now this little assignment we're, that we've been talking about because they do want that they do want that they yep. want a culture yep. that's going to that's practice it. and embrace yep. change evolution yep. right? and,
1: and all that goes with it the ability to solve problems and so
0: our what we need to come back with is experiences that genuinely do that you need to make people feel incredibly safe, right? Yep. It's funny because this is crazy. I was listening I was reading that Mike Mike Matheny New York Times article about the Cardinals. And everyone tries to talk about the Cardinal way, right? As if there's some magic formula to playing fundamental baseball that no one else does, which isn't what it is. But what he said later on in that thing is we make ball players feel safe for being aggressive. We celebrate their aggressiveness even if they fail. We celebrate ball players playing aggressively, even if it didn't work out. We still celebrate that because I want my people to feel totally safe being aggressive every time they're playing baseball. And that's, See, that's that's that genius. That of
1: it. kind of thing right? would be a great thing to bake into your values. Like right? if you if you were to say,
0: you have to feel safe to play aggressive. Because yeah. if you don't feel safe, if you don't feel celebrated when you fail by being aggressive. That
1: could tie into the ferocious thing. Like, you
0: fall. You don't do it anymore, right? You don't yeah. feel safe yeah. doing it. But I don't. And I don't think a lot of companies do that. I think a lot of companies want you to take risks, but not really. And I Or I, I they do, might
1: say that, but then you it means your boss has to actually demonstrate it. Like it has to happen.
0: Right. And there's still a lot of finger pointing. There's still a lot of blame storming. There's still a lot of this shit went wrong and who the hell's fault it is. Yep. Right. And that's a tough behavior to get rid of. That's a tough. That's a tough cultural. That's a tough human thing. Right. People want to know whose fault it was
1: that's why, that's the beauty of having language around this stuff because if you say something like that, we are free to fail, we want, you know, at mm-hmm. all costs, be ferocious, be, you know, drive forward, then when something happens, you have something to fall back on. You know, the 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 supervisor or the person can say, mm-hmm. um, this is exactly what we said, this is what we meant, you're supposed to do this, you know.
0: Yeah. So that's what we're, I almost feel like that's ultimately what you want we want to get to for this is it's, it's those kinds of say- sayings that that
1: yeah that become something. Yes, that's exactly it. That's the the thing that says, um, "I know I can do this because this is a stated." And it's not accountability. You know, it's m- right, more it's, meaningful.
0: It's beyond accountability. It's uh, you're safe in taking risks. You celebrate risk taking or something like that. So it feels.
1: But even maybe more specific, like, like what? about the customer or. Um, I don't
0: know. That's good. That's our thought for the day. Let's go do it. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. Um, we'll come back and do this again.
1: Yeah, it's great. Still another topic. I love talking about this stuff. Okay.